It's time to become a member of Playvolution HQ and Exploration's Early Learning. There's a free option and three paid patron-level options. All come with free stuff and ongoing automatic training and merch discounts. For as little as a dollar a month, you can become a patron. That supports our work and you get premium stuff like early access to fresh podcast episodes. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash membership or click the link in this episode's description to learn more. All the cool listeners are doing it. On with the show. In the California, where it's cold and rainy right now, Rebecca Goulet, and in the Hawaii, where it's 80-something degrees and sweltering, uh, Samantha, who'd like a little bit of cooler weather? I would adore that. I see Rebecca in her little beanie, and I'm like, A, you look very cute, and B, B, I just want a beanie. (laughs) here's, Here's my thing. Here's my thing. I don't want to be warm. I want to be cold and then made warm by a blanket, by a hat, by a coat. I don't want to be, I want to be made warm. Be like the, the state I exist in cannot be warm, right? I want, it should be cold out there and then I make myself warm. That's what I would prefer to do with my time is just be in blankets and hats and coats so snuggly. And instead, instead I'm in a tank top and it's very So, so so cuddly. I want to go so, full blanky mode is what I want. There's nothing better than blanky mode, is there? I mean. Like precisely my point. Nothing's better than blanky mode. Does it get cold at like the top of the mountains there? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm like Mauna Kea. Yeah, it snows. But Mauna Kea is on a different island and very high up. And yes. you just can't like go there. So like on top of, you know, Leahi, Diamond Head. No. No, it's <laughs> It's the same as it is down here. <laughs> big Big Island, my my favorite my favorite experience when when Tasha and I were over there. We met a girl at the beach, and we're talking about she she wanted she's probably thirteen years old. Wanted to know where we were from and everything. And she's like, "Does it Cute. snow there?" Because we were living in Iowa at the time, and 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 so we we're talking about that. And she says, "I saw snow once," and she talks about how her grandma loaded up the kids in the back of the pickup truck and they drove up to the top of the mountain with coolers and they filled the coolers with snow and brought them back down to the beach and had snowball fights on the beach. And her face just lit up while she was talking about this. Um, That's a a delightful um, weather experience. We're going to talk a little bit about weather in a little bit. But but Sam, you got a get a story before we jump I into do. the topic. I do have a story before we jump into the topic because we love starting with stories. So sure. uh, I got a whole bunch of new classroom materials and nonsense recently, which is super exciting. And um, something that I chose to go ahead and get are um, a little more like I can't think of a better word right now. So like structured dress up clothes. So like 
this one looks like a doctor's coat as opposed to just going and finding a white coat at the thrift store, which is what I would normally do. Um, and, it, you know, it comes with like the kind of like wooden doctor bag and it's got, you know, the, the wooden syringe and things in it. And the reason I did that is because I was, as I was thinking about the group of children that I work with, um, I am in a fully self-contained special education classroom and it's the best. Uh, my children really respond to like really concrete stuff, right? Like they, it, it's a little bit trickier for them to come up with something, like see something and have it represent something else in the moment. That's something that we're working on doing. So for me to want to work them up to that point, I'm like, great, let me give you some concrete items that you can identify as, oh, that's how you get a shot. That's that's a Band-Aid. And then we can go from there and I can start swapping them out with like, oh, what's this piece of fabric? That'll be a Band-Aid today or whatever. So one of my homies puts on the doctor coat and only refers to herself, this is not her name, only refers to herself as Dr. Jade the rest of the day when she's got the little <laughs> coat on and she is happy as a clam. And she's, the first thing she does is she goes walking around the room holding ye old tiny doctor bag. And I ask her, Dr. Jade, what are you doing? And she goes, walking. I'm like, okay, I mean, good point. Doctors do a lot of walking. <laughs> you know, what, who, am I, who am I to ask this question? And then she comes up to me and she goes, Sam, you sick. I say, <clears throat> I'm sick. Oh no, what do I need? She opens her old tiny doctor bag. She's rummaging through it and she pulls out uh, a piece of pretend cheese. And she says, eat. And I say, do, do doctors normally give cheese? She goes, if hungry, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so Thank you. <laughs> Sounds great. So I ate my cheese and then she said, all better. And she took the cheese back and put it in her doctor bag and kept walking laps around the room. <laughs> and that was just the best. <laughs> Uh, completely the cheese did not come in the doctor bag not no that that had been <laughs> else elsewhile but i'm i'm the kind of person i'm like use whatever you want in any context sure, so the fact that she thought to put it in the bag and then bring it out like the i'm not gonna get out the shot i'm not gonna get out the like whatever thing you use to look in people's ears i'm getting out the cheese because that's I, what you need i would love to be prescribed cheese same like, like uh like Jeff, you need to take you you need to increase your gouda intake. I, I think that would be um, it is three ounces of cheddar at least per day. All right. So you can split it up amongst your meals. And I and I probably would, but at least three <laughs> ounces a day. Oh, I would I would totally Beautiful. inject that stuff into my veins with the syringe. I'd I'd shred it and snort it. Uh there's nothing better than good cheese. Um, that's delightful. I, I, and I, and I love the, the, the fact that, uh, they're, they're easing in to the, the dramatic play and, and, and the, I mean, the whole symbolism piece of, of dramatic play is, is really hard for, for a lot of kids and, and yeah. kind of helping them, helping them tiptoe into that. So something else has been going on. Well, no, I, um, <clears throat> I don't know. Um, so you've recently, you let me know that you had a a glancing connection to a collection of uh pre-boxed curriculum boxes theme theme boxes Indeed. and um what are we talking about where how how did you yeah, want sure. to go to a so... garbage sale or where they how how do you know them <laughs> So when I, when I arrived, uh, when I was hired at the school I am now at, like most teachers being hired for a school position, particularly like a public school position, 
I get there over the summer and they're like, you can access your classroom starting on this date. And you walk in and it is a, a nightmare. It is just shit all over the place. And boxes of things, <clears throat> half open boxes time of things. Sam, Sam yeah. last time we were last time we were together, oh God, we, you're we right. said that we were gonna try not to talk uh, you're right. about I'm so poop sorry. anymore. It's it's um hmm, it's garbage all over the place, <laughs> both literal and figurative. So I just I am like, okay, we we're just gonna we're just gonna go in and we're gonna put everything that's crap in one pile, everything that's like I you know is from the district in another pile, and then everything that's like actually good in a third pile. Um, you can probably guess which piles were big and which piles were small. <laughs> but as I'm going through it, I find these two huge cardboard boxes on the teacher's desk that is in this room, which I immediately like shove out of the room. And I'm like, I don't want a desk in here. Why would I want that? And I open them up and it's these, and you know, the smell of new Tupperware, the smell of plastic tubs that haven't been used or opened yet. Yeah. It's a very specific smell. So that hits me in the face. I'm like, Oh, yay. Tubs for storing things. I love organization. And then I pull them up and I'm sorely disappointed because they're already full of stuff. But they're full of things in that they are pre-packaged, labeled theme boxes from a company that I wanted to refer to as Beachfront Learning. And Jeff said, no, we're just letting people know it's Lakeshore. So (laughs) it is. And there are about, I want to say, 20 of them within these two boxes. And so they're they're like basically shoebox-sized. Uh, every one of them has a label on the front that tells you what's inside and there are themes that like if you I mean if you want to go through like the top 10 greatest hits of like what are ye old-timey classroom themes for preschool you know you got seasons and weather you got all about me you got numbers time out oh god time no out. Not not old, not old timesy. That's true. Because this is something they are currently selling on their website right now. Um, These these theme boxes are like eighty bucks a pop on their on their theme sites uh, on their website. Um, And I cannot tell you how it it would be. It would be. It would be delightful to call this out as old timey, but this is bullshit that people are using with kids on a daily basis. No, that's, that's and, a good point. Feel, that's true. They feel good about it. They feel great about using this stuff. They think yeah. it's so awesome because it's already put together for them. And there are there are better options that are more learning and child friendly and so as a service to our listeners we're going to go through every one of these suckers and dissect it um and so we're starting you could probably tell by the show the the episode title we're starting out with season the seasons and weather theme box and uh, and weather and as a reminder these boxes were ordered so based on what's written on the box like in a sharpie uh, I know that these boxes were ordered by the central, like the district office for at least this classroom, if not all of the preschool classrooms in the district. Uh, and as a reminder, this is in Hawaii. So just reading seasons and weather theme box in Hawaii kind of makes you go. Yeah, we'll okay. we'll talk about we'll talk <laughs> about how how uh, how relevant some of these things are to to uh, weather in Hawaii. Um, so. 
so these things are okay. So Sam, we, we're going to go through some pictures. Listeners, if you want to check this out, just go to uh, lakeshore.com and search season and weather theme box, and you'll come up with the uh, the website. You won't have our exact photos, uh, but you'll have a you'll have a good idea what's going on here. Um, so the the it's a it's a little clear tote, got a blue lid on it. That tote would be great for for some sensory material. I, I mean, the tote you could reuse the tote. Oh yeah, like I um, said, something. when I first opened the box, I was thrilled because I'm like, yeah, totes. <laughs> Except <laughs> totes. the 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 problem is it's cheap. It's it's the cheap uh it's the cheap plastic totes that uh, if, if they break, if they get stepped on or kicked, they they oh, uh, great, yeah. they break and they get they get jagged. Um, so it's not even it's not even a good tote. Um, but what's 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 in this tote? So Sam sent a picture. There's a there there's a um there's a weather vane. Um, there is a fun with snowflake stencil. Um, now just it's, what does snowflake stenciling have to do with seasons or weather? This is not clear to me. <laughs> um, it, I, I also want to point out that this is like, if, if you go, like, I feel like if people Google Dover little activity books and they see it, they'll be like, oh my God, I've seen those before. Um, a very strange part of my past is I know I saw them at like Christian bookstores growing up when I would like go there with my grandma. Um, so this is like a 99 cent itty bitty, but it's like the size of an index card thing. Um, and it, yeah, you know, it's, it's called... generic, you know, it's generic when it just says fun with. Yes. Fun with. <laughs> fun with. Fun with. What kind of fun? We don't know. <laughs> and, and so it's got, it's got, uh, it's got four puzzles. They're, two piece puzzles it's basically a a puzzle matching game um and then there's there's a there's a there's there's foam there's foam stuff there is apparently a red foam tree uh the look uh, on the website it's orange in the uh the the picture sam said it is red but there seems to be a a a colored snowflake i think that's a snowflake I think, see, the, I think it's a snowflake inside of a sun. Yeah, because on, on the website, they come apart. So it's a, on the website, it's a blue sun. In the picture you sent, it's a green sun. Um, My thoughts here are, why is there only one of them? Like, oh, is this, yeah. a, like, who's going to be using this? Tree. This one, one, this one, one tree, tree and this one I, snowflake. I can also, I can also attest to the fact that it is not even the good kind of foam sponge. It is the shit kind. It is the kind that is going to fall apart the minute Jaden sticks his little finger in the foam instead of patting it down because he wants to see what it feels like. For he's gonna stick it in. It's gonna rip. It it'll oh, rip yeah. immediately. Yeah, it's gonna rip apart. It, and it looks, it looks quite large for a child. It to... is. It's about the size of a piece of paper, that tree, yeah. When yeah. I took it out, and, and so like, there's, there's also a foam leaf. There is something... I think there's a cloud. That, is that a, a, a raindrop? Rain yeah, there's a raindrop, there's a raindrop and, and there's a the thing that looks a like a flower or a cloud, which is which is weird. Um, I that's what that is. The, look, here's the, here's the picture from the website. So there's oh, a, wow, there's they a, updated it, wow. There's a there's a rain gauge and it's it's the the cheapest possible rain gauge. You can go to any hardware store and buy a better rain gauge for six dollars. Honestly, and that's a just a cup. Yeah, just yeah. put make your own. Yeah, 
Uh, I mean, you can you can make your own rain gauge with a mason jar and a ruler. Um, now, look, I, I think I think rain gauges and thermometers are are wonderful loose parts to have in a classroom. Uh, they 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 do, there is an opportunity for for learning about temperature and rain and weather and all kinds of STEM activities and to bump up against numbers and all of that. But but the way it's presented in this in this theme box doesn't allow for any of that kind of interaction. I mean, if you if you've got some loose parts thermometers in your classroom that the kids can can mess about with, and you've got maybe one mounted on your in your playground uh, that that they can see when they go outside, or or in a, in a in a window where they can see it while they're inside, and then they can notice that there's a temperature difference between inside and outside, and those kind of things. Uh, the 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 uh, windsock thing that's that's great if you want to help kids notice that that air moves streamers and windsocks and those flags that kind of stuff outside are, are a great way to help kids bump up against those but that's not how they're how they're used in in these kinds of of sets and and again it's the cheapest i mean look the 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 children in i'm gonna guess china it's china uh, and taiwan yes China and Taiwan who made these things probably know more about the weather than the kids who are using the themes, uh, the theme boxes because they had to they had to commute to work in the theme box in the Lakeshore theme box factory. Um, so that's that's kind of interesting. And then there's a lot of there's a lot of teacherish. There, oh, there's a bunch of little trinkets. Yeah, What's with and the trinkets, I Sam. Okay, so and they're all individually wrapped. Like they oh, are all good. individually wrapped in plastic, and that—I mean—I was raging at that point. I'm like, "What's the point of this?" Here, let's so about the earth, but uh, <laughs> I'm wait, there, there actually is an environment and recycling box where everything is wrapped in plastic. I will send you a picture. I am <laughs> dead. So it's things like there's like a little apple and like a little old timey wooden sled that no one has used since "It's a Wonderful Life" was filmed. There's. Uh. Uh, I see it. Yeah. I had I had one of those sleds. Fine. Okay. <laughs> Since Jeff has used it, no one else has used it. There's like a little like um fake silk flower. I don't even think it's silk or like a silk flower. It's just like a fake flower. Yeah, there's a kite. kite. And then the the idea, as I was reading, and I think we'll we'll talk about the activity guide that comes with it. Uh oh, there's oh, also these there's these four like mats that are about as big as a half a piece of paper, and each one is labeled summer, fall, winter, spring. And I, I guess the idea is that the children or you or somebody takes the little trinket and puts it on like the corresponding season. So in this in this model photograph, it has a kite and a flower on spring. Now, I would like to tell you all a story, which is when I was a very young child in the 90s uh, living in Iceland and there was a blizzard. And I think I might have told this story on the podcast before, but there was a blizzard and my dad said let's go fly the kite and see what happens and we all said yeah so we got out you know the potato that you filmed things with back in the 90s and there's a there's a video of this somewhere um we we take we're all bundled up in our coats and our hats and we we march outside and my dad takes the kite and he opens it and immediately the line rips and we've never we never found it so for <laughs> me when I think kite that the first thing that comes to mind for me is oh winter, man that was so fun <laughs> That was so silly. Like, and I just remember we all kind of stood there and looked at my dad, and my dad was like, "Well, sometimes that happens." 
What did we learn? Uh, and, and and sunglasses. I mean, the sunglasses. I'm guessing are are matched up with summer, right? But but uh, people who live where there's goes. actual snow, um, there are, there are plenty of people that wear sunglasses in in the winter because the the glare off of the snow. Oh my is, god! Yeah, is a very very bright thing. So or just um, like a sunny day, it can be sunny and cold. You know, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and I, I mean, it also on, on those little half sheet sorting mats, right? Like the spring picture, there's a, a little person in like a rain jacket and an umbrella and it's raining. And then in winter they're building a snowman and in fall they're jumping in leaves and in summer they're building a sand castle. And so it's, it's very like mid Atlantic weather patterns. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next, we've got a a uh, seasons and weather theme box. Um, I'll just zoom in on this a little bit ago. So, um, look, this is the this theme box is designed to meet these objectives. Students will listen attentively and respond to instructions. So you should know that as so when I took this out and read it for the first time, and I saw that that was the first objective listed, I had to walk away. Cause I was originally just like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna roast these and snark on these and like have a good time with, with Jeff and Rebecca. And then I'm like, I'm actually pissed off now. Like, they will, how, students will. How, they how will. dare they, <laughs> like how dare they have that as the first thing they list for, wow. you know, this is made for children. What, like, I think it says like two to five on the box or something. Like I was so angry. <laughs> The, I mean, uh, ooh, what is there about this 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 bucket of garbage that would make any young child want to listen, let alone listen attentively and respond to instructions about it? Hey, can you take that little plastic sled and put it on the picture of the little plastic sled and do it with do it with vigor and excitement? Right? Um, what the fuck? It's ridiculous that responding to instructions is part of this curriculum box because it, it, they appear it appears to look like things that the children can engage with and like play with, right? That's what they're trying to go mm -hmm. for. Oh, there's there's toys, there's a rain gauge, there's these hands-on experiences. But the first thing is like listen to the instructions, right? Yeah, and the so first thing like, is how, comply. How hands-on is it? If, if I have to tell you exactly how to use the thing that I gave you. Oh, but it's right. hands-on learning. Because I gave the you a phone. The first thing is obedience. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're going to yeah. sit and you're not going to touch it until I tell you to touch it. And when you touch it, you're going to touch it in the right way. Right. And um, just like it, like this, the first sentence after, after the objectives is your new seasons and weather theme box has everything you need for comprehensive hands-on lessons that span the curriculum. What? Mm. <laughs> See, uh, comprehensive hands-on. Like, how does that correlate to the very first? Teacher, teacher's hands. Teacher's yeah. hands setting it up. Teacher's yeah, teachers, hands. Teachers' hands-on. Telling the children where their hands are. Second object objective. Students will use oral language to describe objects and experiences. Um, what? What if? What? What if they? What if they're not capable of oral language? And what? Right. If, I mean. This, so this was funny for me too, as 
reading this in my classroom, the majority of children in my classroom have either language disorders, language disabilities, or just expressive language is a challenge for them in some way. So we might use pictures, we might use gestures, we might use, you know, a combination of all sorts of things. But most of them do not use a ton of oral language to describe things. We've just figured out wow. Like we've, I have, I have now four or five of them that anytime something is interesting, go wow. And it's the best day. I'm so excited because I know that means that they are into it. But that, I mean, that took months for us to get to that point. So no, they're not going to tell me this is a sled. (laughs) It's extremely assumptive of children when you know that this is being distributed worldwide, probably. But more more than likely. All children who experience this box will be using oral language. Not more than likely it's being, yeah, it's being, it's, it's more than likely being marketed as something that's like inclusive for everybody, right? Like every classroom can use this, yeah, which is gross. So the way, the way this works is they're, they're forced to sit down in some sort of circle time setting, right? And or at a table even. Or holds up a, yeah, holds up a thing and they are urged to talk about it. How, how fucking boring is that? (laughs) Oh, uh, I I mean probably probably just slightly less boring than listening to us talk about it, but you know. Right. My god, oh my god, all the listeners have checked out. They're like, this is hell. Uh, and I mean other stuff on here is students will learn new words and expand vocabulary because this is stuff I mean, this stuff is it really makes me want to talk talk about the weather and uh and, right. and seasons. Forbid, I like go outside or touch an apple. Yeah, you know Students how you will... learn, you want to know how you learn about what a sled is? Is you go ride a damn sled. <laughs> you go sled <laughs> like you you talk like you see a sled, you do sledding, or you don't see a sled like that that kid you met in Hawaii, and you're fascinated by the idea of a sled. You're fascinated by the idea of snow. You want to learn more about it because it is something that is so unusual to you. It's not forced upon. <sighs> And sleds aren't only for snow. Sleds can move on other surfaces and sleds are great for uh, all season long, no matter what your weather is like for hauling loose parts and, and stuff around your playground. It's, it's a great opportunity for heavy work and, and, and big, big body activity. So uh, you should, you should have sleds available all, all year long because because that's going to um, bring a lot more oral language and vocabulary building into the lives of children than this stuff is. Any, any other out the, of those, the, what are there about 10, 12 of them on there? Motor skills. I didn't see anything. That uh, was okay. Being... I will, I will say, I think what we have to do now is go to the next pictures and cause they list out activities that are quote weather and season related. And I think that oh. is what they need. In oh, terms of wow. like, I, like, so we I can think... tell you what you can do, and then we'll add that to our list of what we offer you. <laughs> um, like, okay, okay, here's one. Um, dramatic play. So everything is like in this little uh, is in like a color coded box with like a, a sort of like a topic or a play area or what have you on on top. So this one is dramatic play, and the first one. Make sure your dress-up area has plenty of seasonal clothing and props for children to use. Include beach towels, sand toys, sunglasses, rain boots, umbrellas, scarves, mittens, and more. Encourage children to enjoy their favorite seasonal pastimes. What does that mean? What, what <laughs> the children's pastimes? They're they're like just really long history of 
experiences and traditions in their 36 months on this planet. (laughs) (laughs) Also, here's an idea. What if the children have rain boots for when it rains? What if they have umbrellas? This is something I actually did recently. It started to rain when we were outside. The other preschool class goes inside because, you know, they those kids do not want to be outside in the rain and like, yeah, okay, like, let's go where we're comfortable. My kids having the time of their lives, just running back and forth. And so I ask one of them, do you want an umbrella? And so I bring out the adult sized umbrella I have and I hand it to them and I show them how to press the button and open it. It's one of those cool ones that like folds up instead of folds down. And, you know, I tell them, yeah, go, go walk around with it. Just watch out. Parts of it are pokey and you're very short. So like, watch try and watch where you're going and then another kid doesn't get an umbrella but sees my rain jacket and says my rain jacket (laughs) I say sure and I put it on her and it swallows her whole and she's just (laughs) running with her like the the sleeves just waggling all over because she cannot get them over her hands she's running through the rain and it's so charming so delightful it was you know it was only about like 10 minutes that it rained because it's Hawaii according to this this, you should actually be spending time explaining to your children that bears hibernate in the winter (laughs) and and have them pretend to sleep in caves please instead of that really awesome experience that you gave them can (laughs) can um because because i know early learning programs one thing that they really really love one thing caregivers really really love is that rest time to to throw the routine into chaos at rest time it's my favorite thing to do um because because rest time isn't challenging enough without pretending to be fucking bears at rest time (laughs) um Uh, oh why why i mean why why, and and what do fucking bears have to do with with weather and and see seasons because they hibernate in the winter winter is a season it has to do with that what i feel like i feel like this is how would you i feel like the people who wrote this do a ton of yoga because they are reaching they are they're they're just they're reaching so far (laughs) like make it the, like themed to make the theme like okay the another another we're, we're looking at the um box right now that says cooking okay make flavored quote snow uncoat cones freeze fruit juices in large containers crush the fo- the frozen juice and spoon into cups i mean sh- okay like yeah that sounds tasty i guess is that but, summer like, is that summer or winter it doesn't even say, it doesn't, <laughs> leaving that up to you. But also like like where I live, right in Hawaii, we call that shave ice. We You just eat that. That's just a thing you get. I have a shave ice machine, like an old tiny hand crank shave ice machine, sure. a machine with a giant blade in it. And every now and then, oh, do y'all want to make shave ice? And they will help me freeze the ice for the next day. We have to learn delayed gratification and they hate it, um, but they're getting better. And then they get to sh- they get to make it go all around, and then they get to eat cold water. And at no point do we call it do we pretend snow. it's snow. Uh, at no point we, it's just something we do because we enjoy spending time together and eating. So so I've I've talked about it on the show before, but back at back in the day, I can't remember which one of my books I was working on, but I, I looked at some of these 
some of these boxed curriculums, and there was a infant-toddler activity about snow that involved here's what you did you got the infants and toddlers together you took their little shoes and socks off of them and then you covered the floor with egg cartons and let them walk on the egg cartons because that was going to be a snow experience how many what? eggs are you eating to get enough egg cartons for that uh, i mean you put the call out to families you can collect some egg cartons but i mean i i've met snow but that's not and snow. egg cartons aren't aren't snow. I think what they were going for is it's kind of crunchy, like sometimes snow is kind of crunchy when you walk on it. But sure, um, it's a different it's a different thing. But you're not. Um, if it's you not want, snow. If, if, if you want kids to have a snow experience, they need to be around around snow. Um, if there right. and if there isn't any snow, then then that's probably not an experience that they right. that they need. We don't. Like we, okay, again, in Hawaii, right? There's pretty much one, there's two seasons. There's dry and wet, right? Mm -hmm. we're, we're coming up on the rainy season right now. So there's a little more rain than usual and it's it's fun. You know, we get to have those experiences like I talked about. At no point do I talk about snow, really. If somebody brings it's it up. A, yeah. Oh yeah, like, you know, do you want to, oh, do you want to read this book? Because like there might be a book where somebody is, you know, in like a snow, uh, like a snowsuit or whatever. And yeah, we told when it comes up, we talk about it. But I never think to myself, "Oh, it's snow time," because at no point is it ever actually snow time. For sure. Yeah. You know, I think this reminds me of I worked at a school a couple of years ago, and the one of the families, the dad had a ranch up um, somewhere in the mountains, and so it snowed at his property, and he and his daughter would bring snow in his pickup truck every December, like right before winter break. And he would just dump a whole like truck bed full of snow onto the school patio. And each Amazing. class of kids would come out and play with the snow. And it became such a exciting thing. Like after the first time that they did it and the next year, like everyone was so excited. And then the last year that she was at the school, it was like, it had already become a tradition and now I've since left that school but that that dad still goes and drops off every year a truckload of snow to the school because it's cold enough that it stays cold it stays snowy all day and sure. so it, it, it's cool because it's like instead of here's this fake instant snow that we bought at Dollar Tree that you just add water to and it's really just this shit that's inside of diapers um it's actual snow so it's like even though it doesn't snow there. It's like they were still able to experience the real thing. So even if it's out of season, you can do it. It just takes, you know, some guy with a truckload of snow to bring it yeah. to you. Yeah, <laughs> but that's also, that's also so much more meaningful, right? Because they get to, they, they get a deeper understanding of in order to have this experience, someone who cares deeply about us goes through this entire process to bring us this thing. We right. have this thing for, you know, however long it doesn't melt for and then, it's gone mm -hmm. but the for the time we do have it. Wow. How incredible that someone goes through all of its work to give us something we do not usually have. Like right. that's, I mean, that's just so beautiful. You know, that's what, that's what you would hope for in, in every early childhood setting. Not uh, what is this? How do animals protect themselves from winter's cold? Discuss hibernation and migration. I don't want to discuss hibernation and migration. Like as an adult, I'm not, I don't want to discuss, like, I'm not, do I understand those concepts? Yes. 
but why would I like talk at a three-year-old about it? I used to feel so uncomfortable as a teacher doing these. I mean, I didn't do like the Lakeshore boxes, but like I would look at my curriculum that I had working at at kinder care and it would say like, here's your circle time topic for the day. And I just, I, I feel so glad that I don't feel trapped by that anymore because it felt uncomfortable all the kids yeah. are with their energy they sit down they're looking at you and you're like all right who knows about migration and they're like looking at you with this look on their face like what like we were just talking about like making hot dogs in the play-doh area and we're into cooking and you want to tell me about migration like this is crazy and yeah, they, why would I interrupt like your that. thought like that? They look at you like that. And it, I just, it was so validating just learning about like child-led learning and and honoring children's interests and experiences because I was like, oh, wow, this is why it felt so awful to try to start those awkward conversations that never went anywhere. Even if I did get them started, it was like pulling teeth, you know? Right. And then, and then that, how many, how many teachers does that lead to feeling like they're not a good teacher because their kids aren't engaging with it? And in turn, they feel like, oh, is something wrong with my kids? The box says that we're going to talk about this and they don't want to talk about it. Right. You know, are my kids deficient in some way? Am I deficient? Right. Well, then you take training to make your circle times more interesting, right? So right. it must be you. You just yeah. have to do more movement. <laughs> have you know. tried building relationships? <laughs> so... So listeners, if, if if you have this theme set and we've just been talking crap about it for 35 minutes. And um, we can keep going. And and you're getting a little bit pissed off. We're we're not complaining about you because people people in this profession, they 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 use this stuff because they're told to or it's what they see and they don't see that there are other options. Now, another option for helping kids learn about the seasons and the and the weather is to spend time outdoors in the seasons and the weather and to help kids notice things. Hey, look, if, if you're someplace that has four seasons, you notice that that there in, in the spring, there's a time where it's getting a little bit warmer and buds start uh, showing up on plants. And uh, if you're in a in, in the season where there are two seasons, wet and dry, like where Sam is, you start paying attention to what's going on outside. Um, and, and, and you notice those and you have conversations about them and you are out there physically experiencing them. And and that's that's a vital thing. I, I'm, I'm experiencing my first Gulf Coast winter now. And there Ooh, are so there, exciting for you. There are, yeah. Um, so it's it's different than in Iowa. I can and, imagine. <laughs> and um, there there are it, it it gets cold enough that that leaves do fall off of trees, but not all of them, not off of all of the trees. Um, and it does get what they think here is cold. But it's not it's very cute, right? It's it's not what's cold other places. So it's a it's weather and seasons are locational, and this bullshit central plan stuff doesn't take that into consideration. Um, and I, I wanna is, I wanna get really specific about like what I think is bad. Like again, if you use this box, if you are like someone who shall not be named, who left a five star review saying that they love it and they use it. Um, and it's got so many resources for teaching children the seasons. I'm not, I'm, I have no beef with you personally. The beef I have 
is with Lakeshore co-opting the idea that children learn through play through that children play in order to learn and that is how they discover the intricacies and beautiful insanity of the world around them and saying we can put that in a box and give it to you and then you can do it at any point in time that's not how it works that's not how it should work it actually requires a lot more work on the part of the adult stop making the adult just a person that can grab a box and do the things in the box no, teaching is so much more complex than that. Every single one of these people that are using this box, you are so much more complex than that. And you deserve to have your own ideas and interests and curiosity as part of how you talk with children about seasons, right? How you talk with them about, like Jeff said, the buds on the plants, or you're noticing that it's starting to rain, or it's getting really hot outside. Do we, do you really, like, do we want to wear the coats or not today? Like, oh, how are we feeling? Like you deserve to have that voice and to do it alongside children, not just take it out of your cabinet. Like you deserve and, that. And the the kids deserve not to be pummeled over the head with this stuff if they're not interested in it. And and look, there might be a a small, tiny percentage of kids who who don't care about the the weather or seasons because they're interested in dinosaurs or sticks or dirt or mud or blocks and 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 don't have two fucks to rub together when it comes to when it comes to uh, the weather and seasons and respect them enough to let them engage in what they're interested in. Yeah. <sighs> Honor them. You know, don't take the box. I like I'll say okay, so in this box because I've looked, I've looked in most of the boxes now, not all of them, but I will be taking pictures of all of the boxes. In this box, I, I think I, t I took out the thermometer, which amusingly came with a warning about how you shouldn't eat it. Um, mm -hmm. Like, yeah. I'm are guessing we, it's, a, it's, a really, it's a really well-made, durable thermometer. Oh my God. Yeah. It's, it's quality. Um, and then I took out the dry erase markers and they are also garbage dry erase markers. So that's a bummer. Sure. Um, but those two things I took out, and those I use. Everything else is back in the box, still in its plastic shoved in my upper cabinets where it sits with uh, 12 of its other brethren. So the rest of it, the the little the little sled and all that stuff we talked about, I would take those out and and then the uh, the foam things. I'd add if you got a process art going on, I'd add those to there so they can be stapled or glued or taped. Though that's the what way, I was gonna say. Yeah, I was gonna say they'd be perfect for kids like tiny stuff, you know. So they'll make a oh, little yeah. small world, small world with a hot glue gun, and they're good to go. And and yeah, the, the, the tote, somebody will the tote somebody will step on the tote and cut themselves so then you can use your first aid kit so that'll be I am, that'll be great i am thinking about like taking everything out of the tote and just putting it in like a gallon bag and taking the tote yeah sure. <laughs> i'm just like storing other stuff in it not a terrible idea like other you like our glue and stuff things that need like something to corral for at least a moment yeah oh All boy right. what Pick a theme box. What should we do next time? Pick one Let's, for next time. Uh, I want you said you have the space one. I I do have the space yeah, one. I've seen. I've not opened it yet. Great. Let's torture. Let's torture listeners with the space one next. Any final thoughts on this one before we bring this this episode in for a landing? Uh, take your kids uh, outside. That's how you learn take, the weather. Yeah, <laughs> let them let them touch dirt. Let dirt be on their face, on their hands. Let them let them be in the rain. Let them be out of the rain. 
you know, kids, kids can go outside when it's wet and windy and and, and the like, weather's they're not, allowed to be not cold. perfect. I don't know if anybody does. The kids can be cold. They have yeah, there, there are I'll plug this. There are full body rain suits for Oh my god, family. my niece has one. They and she are looks like hilarious. Less, they're like $30. Like they're not even super expensive. They last and you a season. And they la- they usually last two seasons because they're not super tight. And so yeah. usually they'll, they'll and last years. They are comical. They look so funny. Like, they're pretty cute. They have visors. It's just a, it's just a good vibe. Like seeing a bunch of Pacific Northwest toddlers in these little rain suits. I'm like, how could you be unhappy? They look like Oompa Loompas. This is so funny. So <laughs> yeah, get outside, buy a rain suit. Hey, hey Lakeshore, if you'd like to talk about being an advertiser um, and supporter of the Child Care Bar and Grill, leave me a, me- leave me a message at 228 228- Three six three six seven three seven. Listeners, the uh, the numbers in the show notes, and if you click it, uh, look. I looked at a bunch of pod players. Um, some of them, it's uh, it's an active link, and it'll go right to your phone if you click the uh, number. Some you got to highlight it, and then you can you can just you don't. It's not a lot of work to call. There's no there. You don't have to wait for it to ring. It just goes straight to the voicemail. I've got a delightful message waiting for you, and uh, I'd like to hear what you're thinking about uh, thinking about these theme boxes. If uh, if you love them, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it about why, and uh, and you, invite you on the show to to defend your position, and we'll we'll be nice. Um, if you need a relationship, oh yeah, I love advice, a good spirited debate. If you need relationship advice, if you want to uh, leave me um, a, a list of your favorite cheeses, um, any 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 anything, you guys want to plug anything before we wrap up? Uh, your local farmer's market, because they often are going through the winter season and people forget about it. Uh, I would like to plug, speaking of food, your local food bank. If you are hungry, your food bank is there for you. If you know someone who's hungry, your food bank is there for you. If you have, if you are not hungry, your food bank would love to share food with people that are. So I can, I can attest to someone who has volunteered at food banks and worked with organizations that work with food banks. Your food gets to someone and it is very appreciated. I, I was going to plug ice cream, but um, oh hell that, yeah, plug I ice just, cream! No, I I feel that would be a waste after after that nice thing that you just did. This has been the Child Care Bar and Grill podcast. Back soon. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production.